Hey guys, my name is Marcelo Inestroza, and I am the host and the creator of the Red Wall Podcast, a podcast about love, life, and the pursuit of happiness. On top of all that, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled person. Also, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled screenplay writer. So why don't y'all come on and join me on my podcast mission of glory. All right, guys, hope to see you there. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Red Wall Podcast. I'm your host, per usual. My name is Marcelo Inestroza, and welcome to episode number 30, entitled Late Night. I recently got a rare chance for me because I don't um, have a lot of friends, or um, I don't have the type of friends who just call each other late at night and basically shoot the shit until like 2.30 or 3.30 in the a.m. And I recently got that chance with uh, my best friend and two people that he's known for a long time. And we had a really eye-opening conversation. Now, the interesting thing about this conversation is that uh, the uh, two friends of my best friend, uh, they're really active in the uh, disabled community and really learning about uh, or them telling me about their experiences in the disabled community really opened up my eyes to uh, a community a community that I really haven't been a part of my entire life because I've been kind of um, sheltered throughout my entire life. I mean, when I was first born, uh, when my grand when my grandparents took me in, the doctor who was taking care of me at the time, overlooking my development, um, said that said to my grandmother at the time when she asked, you know, should we send them to a regular school or should we send them to a, a school that caters to disabled uh, uh, disabled children? And the doctor uh, that I had at the time said, no, we should really throw him into the deep end of the school. We, you know, we should really throw him into the deep end of the pool and, uh, and uh, make his life as normal as possible. So uh, with that, my grandmother took uh, the doctor's advice, and I got enrolled into a regular school to where I was um, maybe the only, uh, maybe I was I was like one member of maybe two or three handicapped uh, students in the entire school. So that really made my... Uh, <clears throat> my high school experience unique in that I always felt like um, an outsider and I felt like I didn't really fit because I was disabled and because, you know, I would see the other kids uh, running, jumping, you know, doing, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I really felt that, um, you know, I didn't feel like I didn't feel that there was something wrong with me. I just felt 
I felt like something was missing. Um, now I didn't. Now I didn't um, outwardly say any of this, or I didn't. I didn't, you know, verbalize this in any way. You know, I can tell you right now, c- consciously, I wasn't even thinking about this at the time. It was um, until I get old, until I got older, and uh, until I got into my late teens and into early adulthood that all this feelings and all these situations started coming back up again, and I started to view them in a different way. And uh, circling, circling my thought uh, back here to the beginning of the podcast, when I had the conversation with uh, these uh, these people quite recently, my best friend and and two of his other friends, I was enamored by the strength that uh, these people showed and the strength that they exhibit in their everyday life. I mean. One of the people uh, in the conversation has this autoimmune disease, and if he goes outside right now, particularly in this tough time of this um, this pandemic, he has the possibility of getting sick and possibly dying. And to make matters worse, he is legally blind. But the way that he looks at the world and the way that he approaches it is so fascinating. It's like he doesn't give a sh. He doesn't give a shit or he doesn't give a fuck about anything in, you know, you know, in a good way, in a, in a, in a metaphorical sense. And I was like, God damn it. Fuck. What happened to that guy? Because I used to be, I used to be like him or I used to have uh, uh, half of the self-esteem that he had. I used to be so fucking fearless, but as an adult now, it's like I'm letting my my problems overtake my personality and they're kind of sapping out my soul, you know, you know, bit by bit. And I and I really um, this conversation really was helpful to me in, in that it helped me relax and it helped me put uh, uh, it helped me put things into better perspective and it helped me appreciate my life so much more and um it made me realize that i don't necessarily feel comfortable around uh certain handicapped people because i've been i've been brought up a certain way and i really don't i really don't hang out with handicapped people I really never hanged out with handicapped people except for one person, and that one person is my person. He's uh, he's my best friend in the entire world, and he is uh, he's the best. But but he's not one of those handicapped people who who aren't able to who have problems speaking, who who have uh, mental problems, or or are are, you know, are, are mentally impaired, he is 100% normal, you know, minus the fact that he, uh, uh, every time you look at him, you, you know, you know, uh, you would be forgiven if you didn't think he was high. Anyway, what I'm trying to say here is that this conversation really helped me put things into perspective and really made me question uh, how I feel about my community and if I wanted, you know, and if I want to be 
a member of it going forward in the future. And that community is, you know, uh, you may guess it, it's the disabled community. I don't think that I'm the, I don't think that I'm that guy that will go and, you know, speak out for rights having to do with disabled people. But I, I am, I am thankful for those members of the disabled community that, uh, you know, take it upon themselves to <clears throat> go out there in the community and really try to explain to quote unquote normal people what it's like to live as a disabled person and the things that we go through. So uh, for that reason, above all, I was so thankful for this late night conversation. And it was so helpful to uh, clear up my brain because at that, because at that time when I had this conversation, I was in a bad place and I was in the dumps and I was worried about God knows so much fucking bullshit that is not worth mentioning right now. But I was so thankful to my best friend and these uh, two other people for inviting me to this whacked out conversation. And even if it was just for a little bit, making me appreciate my life in a way that I have, you know, in, in a way that for one reason or another, I forgot. So yeah. All right, guys. So with that being said, that does it for this edition of the Red Wall podcast. Episode uh, 30, entitled Late Night. If you're listening to this podcast after the fact on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash balloonheadproductions, please take a look uh, around the playlist and listen to some of the earlier editions of the podcast. If you like those, uh, click around my ch- click around uh, my ch- no uh, journey around my YouTube channel and check out some of my other videos. And if you like those, why not consider becoming a subscriber to my YouTube channel? Uh, leave a comment, like, or subscribe. Uh, but as always, I'm thankful for any of the listeners that I get. You guys are the best. And I'll see you next time.